Welcome to Mouseliness, where we will discuss everything Disney, from the parks to the movies and everything in between, with a special Disney recipe every week. This week we are talking about Pleasure Island, and on to the news. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party will debut an all-new fireworks show for 2019, replacing the 14-year-old Wishes show. According to Disney, this new show will feature state-of-the-art projection effects, lasers, lighting, and dazzling fireworks that come together to tell a not-so-scary story about how anything can happen on Halloween night. The show will take guests along on a trick-or-treating adventure where four friends, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, find themselves drawn into a mysterious haunted house. The journey takes them from one room of the house to another, encountering dancing skeletons, waltzing ghosts, and a whole series of troublemaking Disney villains. An update to the Halloween Party Fireworks show has been expected since the debut of Happily Ever After, which uses the full array of the Magic Kingdom special effects hardware, including extensive use of projectors, lighting, and lasers. I'm looking. I want to see it's what they It's too much. I feel like it's sensory overload with all that stuff. Why? It was I'm too, excited. Happily Ever After was just too much for me. The reason why we stopped going to Not So Scary is because it got stale. Mm-hmm. And it, just, it didn't change. Kid, it had nothing to do with the song selection and the movie selection. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, a little bit a little. more than sensory overload. Because your face while we were watching it for the first time, <laughs> every time a new movie scene came up, said something totally different. <laughs> When you saw Brave, I thought you were going to throw things at the castle. <laughs> she was like that boy, that meme, that he's just straight-faced and just blinking. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was just, it was that like, that like that big sigh and like, this movie, they have to do this movie. <laughs> the Toy Story Land at Disney's Hollywood Studios has been open for less than a year and plans are already underway for the land's first edition, a new table service restaurant. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> oh. The claw. <laughs> the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant will have an immersive environment full of toys, games, and playsets. As for the food, no details have been given. We can assume barbecue from the name, and it appears from the concept art that it may be family style. So what do y'all think? Is this going to be real barbecue, or is it going to be just... Meh. Like Whispering right. Canyon has a huge like buffet kind of thing. If it's like a no. skillet thing like that. Well, it's not a buffet. It's all you, it's all you can eat family it's, style. But it's the skillet buffet, but they yeah. bring it to your table. Yeah. Mm. When we and Marsh went, they had it. We had that when we went. It's not a buffet. Buffets you get up and you eat. Yeah, I know, but they bring I, the buffet to your table and it's, it's a, all you can It's care family to eat. style. All you can eat. <laughs> that's that's what it's buffet. described as. But they have the here's I mean, your trough of food, sir. <laughs> unless they build smokers and and pits all in Hollywood Studios, this is not going to work. Well, I mean, I re I re think it's going to be on the level of Flame Tree, um, or Hoopty Doo, or like Kate said, Whispering Canyon. They should have bottomless milkshakes like Whispering Canyon too. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be like any of those. What do you think it's gonna be like? Well, because food in Hollywood Studios is horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, everybody does rave about the stuff that they get from the lunchbox. I've never had food there, but the drink is really tasty. The adult lemonade is really good. Mm -hmm. I do want to try that um, pop tart. You need to try the cookie, the nom nom cookie. I want to try the pop tart. 
You need to try the cookie. <laughs> I'm getting one in two weeks. Now. <laughs> you will eat the cookie and you will like the cookie. <laughs> it's the best chocolate chip cookie I've ever had in my entire life. It's the cookie in its mouth or it gets the hose again. Or it gets the milk again. <laughs> oh my god. Are we going to talk about the logo real quick since we're on Hollywood Studios? I like it. I like the Mickey in it, but that's it. I thought classy. it's kind of generic looking. It's classy. I like it. It's not classy looking, it's generic. What do you mean it's generic? Like the style of the font. It's just very generic. The font is old school Broadway. Yeah. I don't like it. I like it like a lot. But but Kate doesn't like movies, so she doesn't like old she doesn't like new movies. She's definitely not gonna like old movies. That's another discussion for another day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Over at Disneyland, they have the new pop-up Disney, a Mickey celebration. It's also open. This is a hard ticket event. I think it's like 30 bucks. And they have the different rooms decorated. I believe it's some of the same props that they had at the New York City exhibit. So I'm, I'm excited to go. We're going... When the week we're there, we're going on Wednesday, I think. Take lots of pictures, please. Yep. Oh, my friend, she's like, I'm bringing so many outfits with me. I'm like, I'm going to have to take all these pictures for her now. Wait, is your friend like an instagram person? Yes. She oh, has gosh. like 7,000 followers. She's all about the gram. They have finally announced the snacks for the after uh, the Disney villains after hours in the Magic Kingdom, the villainous snacks. On Main Street, USA, you can find DeVille's Treat at Casey's Corner, which is a brownie topped with black and white icing. A not-so-poison apple cupcake at the Main Street Bakery. It's just a spiced apple cupcake with pecan crunch and buttercream. In Fantasyland, there's a Dragon's Breath float at Storybook Treats, which is lemon soft serve and Sprite topped with a green cherry and cherry-flavored syrup. Uh, Maleficent cone at Storybook Treats. It's lime soft serve topped with chocolate horns and purple sprinkles served in a black waffle cone. Yes. And then in Tomorrowland, they, they, they had this from Pixar, the Pixar Fest at Disneyland. It's these intergalactic noodles at Cool Ship. And it's chilled noodle salad with snap peas, red onion, and sweet garlic chili sauce. The ones at Pixar Fest, they like turned colors and stuff. I wonder if these do the same thing. I'm sure. And then they have Azima's. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. What is it? Zima? Yzma. Yzma. Yzma? Not Zima, like the drink? <laughs> Not no. Zima. No, nor Yzima. I should watch Can that. Can I have Yzima? Are you, are you trying to speak Spanish? That's not going well. <laughs> so what is it? Yzma. Yzma Llama Potion at Cool Ship, which is dry ice infused vessel filled with strawberry Fanta. I don't like this, but I, it's Yzma. Yeah. If I can scream pull the lever, Crunk, I'll be happy. Okay. Baby, llama, baby Llama Drama. Yes, Baby Llama Drama. They did come out with some Drama Llama shirts at the parks in the past couple days, which I saw at Disneyland, I think. So if you want one, let me know. Are they cute? I'll, I'll take a picture. And over in Liberty Square, they have the Headless Horseman Brownie at Liberty Square Popcorn Cart. Half chocolate chip cookie, half brownie topped with a chocolate piece featuring the Headless Horseman. And then they have the Headless Horseman Novelty Straw at Liberty Square Popcorn Cart. I was then hoping you wouldn't pronounce that typo. <laughs> Shut up. You wanted you me to did. say Browkey? I did. Browkey. <laughs> I wanted you to say Browkey. 
<laughs> Stupid Wait. Disney food blog. So now, what is the novelty straw? Does it the head it's come that, off? It's no, is it's the one they had at the Halloween party last year. It like flashes. No, oh, it's a flashing straw. Hot. And then they have the Dr. Facilier tarot card tart at Sleepy Hollow, which is a chocolate tart filled with dark chocolate ganache and topped with peanut butter mousse and a white chocolate tarot card. That sounds good. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. A drink from the other side at Sleepy Hollow, a non-alcoholic hurricane-like drink themed after one of the most popular drinks in New Orleans. No, duh. Just give me a real... Yeah, a Pat O'Brien's. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to, like, create something fun. I'll ask um, Trader Shad to come up with a drink from the other side. I think it needs to be green. Yeah, he should He should make one and post it in the group. I agree. The Hades Nacho at Toratoga Tavern Black Bean Nacho Chips with fiery oh, buffalo wait, wait, wait. chicken. Toratoga? Toratoga. Oh. <laughs> I even went to Chipotle today. <laughs> Aren't you proud of me? I went to Chipotle. Ooh, what'd you get? A bowl. Rice. <laughs> rice, chicken, cheese. That's it. Yeah, okay, I'm real proud of you. <laughs> proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> you had the Chipotle version of white bread. <laughs> I was thinking about getting a kid's meal, but... Oh. <laughs> so Y'all got them chicken fingers. <laughs> the Hades nachos at Tortuga Tavern, which is black bean nacho chips with fiery buffalo chicken and nacho cheese. Then there's a Hades temptation at the Tortuga Tavern as well, and it's purple frozen mocktail Cosmo with lemonade, violet, Monin syrup and a gummy worm. I want a real Cosmo. <laughs> mm -hmm. Why would it have Monin syrup in it? What is that? It's a brand. Oh. That's all it is. The brand Monin is a syrup. But they're allowing alcohol in the parks. Why can't they just have like for a special event? You like get you get like a wristband and you get like two drinks per person or whatever. Yeah, I would want real drinks. Disney has released a new behind the scenes video with a look at the new wonderful world of animation. The new projection show will debut May 1st, 2019 as part of the 30 year anniversary celebration of Disney's Hollywood Studios, also known as MGM. According to Disney, wonderful world of animation begins with Mickey Mouse as the park's iconic Chinese theater transforms into black and white world of the classic short films, Mickey's gala premiere. From there, the show is burst forth in full color, celebrating Mickey's starring role in Fantasia as it launches into sequences filled with magic, family, adventure, romance, villainy, and friendship. Each theme is brought to life through unforgettable moments from Disney and Pixar anima animated films, from Coco and the Incredibles to Sleeping Beauty and Ralph Breaks the Interwebs. They showed a video on WDMagic.com. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, I have to check I'm it sorry. out. It seems like there's a lot of things we're going to try have to try to do at night. I don't know how we're going to fit it all in, but we'll see what happens. We have so much going on already for September. Mickey's Magic is now open at California Adventure. That was really quick. Where did they put it? I think it's where Muppets was. In Disneyland as well, the Disney Gallery current, currently has a neat sneak peek at Aladdin. And this is in the great moments with Mr. Lincoln area. Posters, props, costumes from the movie are here. You Even sound so depressed. <laughs> Because we're not excited about that movie. I don't, don't want to see it. We got this movie so bad. Jillian posted a video of the toys, and one of the toys was the genie singing A Friend Like Me, and it was awful. It was Will Smith He's not singing, singing it. He's 
rapping, yo. I don't need this. No. Yeah. You're destroying a movie for me. We did not ask for this, Disney. We did not want this. And, and we you don't... screwed it up by making Will Smith the genie. We don't deserve it. Give us any one of the... I mean, if you want to see good genies, James live genies... All you got to do is recently on YouTube, they had a post with all the genies that played it on Broadway in a lot. Yeah, like the anniversary? guy at California Adventure. He was amazing. I don't I don't remember his name, though. But No, but they have the genies doing like a whole bunch of songs. One of them would have fit yeah. 10,000 times better. I don't, don't think that our power. Will Smith has that much pull anymore like he used to. I don't know. He has he enough just... to get himself involved with this movie. He just doesn't fit the role, in my opinion. It should have just stuck to Men in Black. That's like how Beyonce is in Lion King. You see, I have another whole problem with that movie. And the more I think about it, the more it gets worse and worse and worse. And a lot of people have been talking about it. When does the Lion King come out again? This summer? Soon. June 19th, I think. Or July 19th. One of the two. I definitely want to see that, but... Nope. It's July 19th because I remember being said that it's too far away for us to get a preview on on the cruise. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> you have no desire to see Simba in real life. I want to go see Lion King, so if I have to go by myself, I'm going. I don't want to see um, Mufasa that's, that's, die. That's my movie. I don't care. I'm going. I don't need to see a, a trampled lion. Me and Marshall life. drive up and come see it with you. Okay. <laughs> I'll go see it, but I'm going to keep my eyes closed through that part because that could be really gruesome and ugly. This, it's still but you know it's coming, so... It as bad as... Mm you think it's still not a fun scene in the movie it was not but i don't think it's going to be gruesome and gross because remember jungle book it's the same director right and he like changed the ending there was more to jungle book though than in the movie yeah than in the original animated movie we'll see it i mean this looks like a everything i've seen so far is a shot for shot remake of the original and there's no need for that in my opinion it's the same story Set with different voices. And after my little tirade and off of that tangent, <laughs> the last bit of news we have today at the Jolly Holiday Bakery in Disneyland now has a funful and colorful Donald Duck bunt cake. The cake is filled with lemon curd and blueberry compote. And you can put a plant in the middle of it because it's a bunt cake. It's a bunt cake. Yes. Yesterday was the 17th anniversary of my big fat Greek wedding. Was it really? Love that movie. This week we're discussing pleasure island what it was and what we missed the most so since i've been talking a whole lot why don't you all take it for a little bit so for all the youngins if you don't know pleasure island opened on may 1st 1989 and in september 2008 all of its clubs were closed so but it would have been the 30th anniversary today yeah oh disney had to close it so sad it is but now it's all retail stores and restaurants. Wah, wah. And supposedly it was supposed to emulate Church Street. If you've ever been to downtown Orlando, I've only have like once or twice, a couple times, but that's where all the clubs and stuff and bars are. Uh, is it still a thing like Church Street Station? I uh, went like 10 years ago for a New Year's Eve thing visiting my friend, but. I don't I mean, know. 10 years ago was a long time ago. When I lived down there, the Backstreet Boys actually owned a club. I think it was called Zuma Beach. And that was the hot spot in town. <laughs> but I never really went because I would just go to Pleasure Island. 
And allegedly, it's still there. Maybe they don't own it anymore. It's full of it now with top restaurants and bars. Boo. And basically, they had this trailer set up out front, and you would buy your ticket there. And it was it 18 and over, or was just 21? It was 18 and order, over to get into the land. You had to be 21 and over to get into certain clubs. Yeah, because I remember one of my roommates flirted with the bouncer. And she's like, oh, I forgot my ID in the car. And she was like a southern girl. So he gave her the wristband or whatever. I'm sure that's why they changed it. They changed it on later years that it was 21 only. Um, no, it was still 18 to get in, but they restricted the club access to only, I want to say, the Adventurous Club and the Comedy Club. You couldn't get into any place yeah. else. Because we went, when my sister turned 21, we brought her to Mannequins. So fun. <laughs> None of our friends, like, ever wanted to go in there. We'd only go in there with a couple people. Like, why? It's so uh, fun. Mannequin. We would only go during cast member nights. Yeah, like Tuesday well, nights. yeah, that's when we would go. Th but... Thursday, wasn't it? Thursday, yeah. yeah. I don't remember. We didn't want to go during when the tourist stuff was there. I got drunk. Don't tell no one. <laughs> and every night at midnight, they had a New Year's Eve with the confetti and dancers and everything. It was really cool. I always liked seeing that. And they had the big spotlights, and you could see them all the way at our complex at Vista Way. You would always see the Pleasure Island lights. And that tradition of New Year's Eve lasted from 1990 to 2005. Wah, wah. That lasted a pretty long time, though. It only lasted three years before the whole place shut down. Yeah. If they put a little money in into it, they could have done something cool with it. Well, I mean, I don't know if we want to talk about what actually ended up happening, but a lot of the reasons why this closed is because it became a really major hangout for teenagers. And it also started attracting the wrong crowd. Yeah. So it wasn't such family fun anymore. It was kind of thuggish and there were gangs. light. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> it was getting a little too much for Disney to handle is the best way I can explain it. So, I mean, what they really had to do was beef up security. Yeah. And then you're going to lose that fun party atmosphere if every five feet there's a bouncer. I get why they did it. And that's not saying I don't I don't think they should have kept some of the clubs open. Like Adventures Club and Mannequins. Did you ever trip off of the, the in Mannequins? I guess we'll go to one by one. We can get to it later. But yeah, well, we have store. We probably have stories about a lot I don't of these places. I don't drink. Um, <laughs> the mirror people. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I remember clearly the most about the entrance was the giant Jessica Rabbit. Yes. And, uh, yes. and she's. I want to say her leg was animated. Yeah, she used to move. Yeah, it was I think. Neon. Yeah. I have a picture in front of it right before it closed. It was right above the store. Mm-hmm. A lingerie store. <laughs> Jessica's. 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 It's Jessica's secret. <laughs> She's animated. Don't tell. <laughs> I guess we can go through all the different stores and stuff. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah, I don't remember Superstore be... Studios. I don't and either. That... Basically, it was a it was kind of big and like when this first opened where like you were able to like lip sync to your own music video and like you'd be able to play instruments I want to say there's one of Tim out there somewhere but I won't be held to that a hundred dollars to anybody who can find it I've never, I've never done this in my life who ever. did I see recently wasn't me 
I don't know who it was. It was some. These things are everywhere. I mean, Hershey Park still has one. No, they just have the superstar singing where you can just sing. This was like used to have green screens and all this other fun stuff. They have the green screens too at at Hershey. I don't remember. I've never done this in my life, so. (laughs) That's the God's honest truth. I've never done it. He said it like five times, so I don't know if I believe him. (laughs) Has he done it in his life, Kate? What do you think? I don't know. I don't think he's ever done it in his life. I will give $100 to the person who could dig up that video because it's fake. (laughs) (laughs) And we already already discussed um, Jessica's store, which is Jessica Rabbit merchandise. And now I guess we're going to jump into the restaurants now. So we had Fulton's Crab House, which is still there. No, it's Paddlefish now. That's right. It was there for a really long time, though. But towards the end, it was getting bad reviews, so it was time to revamp it. I'd like to try paddlefish. You know Tim will never go there, but I'll go with you to paddlefish sometime. (laughs) It was Empress Lily first, wasn't it? Yes, it was Empress Lily. And that actually opened back in 1977. And it was an authentic recreation of a 19th century paddle steamer boat in the Louis (laughs) XV style. (laughs) You didn't say the Rococo. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew that's not how you say it, so that's why I didn't say it. Louis XIV. Oh, yeah, Louis XIV style. And this was actually operated by Disney and named homage to Walt Disney's wife, Lillian. Upon become, when it transferred over to the Fulton Clubhouse, the boat lost its paddle wheel and smokestacks and was divided into small, four separate restaurants, including the Baton Rouge Lounge, Steerman's Quarters, Fisherman Deck, and Empress Room, which is no longer there because now it's all paddlefish. I don't remember Fireworks Factory. Neither do I. Why? And that's because it was only open. Oh, it was, yeah, it was only there from 1989 to 1997, yeah. and I didn't move there till 1999. And that and this, was by the period of time where I didn't go back to Disney. And this was closed and replaced by Motion. I think I went in there once. That was where all the, I think that's where the 18-year-olds could go. That's where they hung out, I think. So I wasn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> We also had Mary Ruther's Market, which was a food court that operated from 1989 to 1993 and was actually ends up being replaced by Raglan Road. Jillian was just talking about Raglan Road today. She wants to go there next trip. I was like, I told her the food is eh, but she said she wanted to go more for the entertainment. I was like, yeah, it's good yeah. for the entertainment. I mean, even the entertainment was meh. We were sitting right next to the dancers. and it was Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was... It's not something I have to do again. Yeah. She never done it. Yeah, she's never done it. And then be done with it. (laughs) Some people love it, but I didn't, I wouldn't care that much for it. Yeah, it's not my thing. Then there's good old Planet Hollywood. Opened in 1994. In 1998, it moved to the west side. And in 2017, it was replaced by the Planet Hollywood Observatory. It's a little crappy, I heard. Yeah, I, I heard went, the food's just not I good. only went to it once on my my first program, and then I never went to it ever again. <laughs> Show me to do entertainment, I guess. You might as well start it off. So first, we have eight tracks, which is a 70s and 80s themed dance club. It closed in September 27, 2008 with everything else, and it was opened December 31st, 1992, replacing Videopolis East. I love new wave music. So do I, and I would have loved to have seen this. It opened in 1989, playing new wave music on 170 video screens. Oh my god. In 1990, it was renamed Cage, adding more progressive music before closing in 1992. I remember one time in Atrex, I would usually go there, Beach Club, and Mannequins, but there was this cougar, 
I guess you could say, all leather with like the leather hat, a bustier and this thing. And she was like, she was like, she had a beer in her hand and she kept accidentally pouring it and pouring it. I had a beer on my head. Yeah. No bueno. No bueno. No bueno. No what beer. years did you used to hang out in Mannequins? 1999 and 2000. Oh, so it was before we we went back there. Yeah. It would have been funny if we were there at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever went to 8-Track. No. We never did. My roommates went there a lot, but I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really care for it that much. And everybody knows about the Adventurers Club. Come it was the 1930s-style British Explorers Club that featured a staff of flamboyant characters portrayed by improv actors actors i never got a chance to go here before it closed i went here once before we were like when i was 19 and that was it and i when we tried going back and then we got yelled at because it was just about the time it was getting ready to close and we tried to sneak into the show and they didn't let us yeah oh i only went once or twice i don't really remember it it was a lot of fun i kind of missed this if you uh, if they have video on it i would definitely recommend watching the videos Next up was BET Soundstage, which is a hip-hop and R&B <laughs> dance club operated by Black Entertainment Television. I never went here. I no. went once. My friend came down from Virginia, and she begged me to go, and I was like, okay, nobody was there. <laughs> I don't think I've ever went there either. Yeah. It opened in 1998 and replaced Neon Armadillo, which is a club featuring live country music bands. Ugh. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I can't hold in my hate for country music. I like country music, but I would never go to... Like, I don't think I would ever go to a club that does just country music. That sounds yeah, like I torture. Agree. I don't remember this one. Celebrate tonight? This was outdoors. This was by the um, party stage when they used to have it. Yeah, oh, this I remember was, and this. this was kind of after Pleasure Island kind of closed because it was April yeah. 2009 and closed in June 26, 2010. And we didn't go those two years. They would yeah. play like music videos on that huge Jumbotron thing uh, and they would have a DJ and stuff. Oh, and they had the girls dressed up like in nurse outfits and they would hand out the jello shots. And I would always get at least two. This is not case to be you can't do that now. I would like to see you take two syringes full of Jello shots and see what. Jello shots are easy. I used to make them all the time in my early twenties. And wait, then, did you wait, ever wait. do? What was your recipe for the Jello shot? Let's see if we made them correctly. This was like a really long time ago. I don't remember. I pulled it off whatever. But we would have house parties at my friend's house, and I would make them. And one time, I ate too many, and I had a huge stomach ache. So I haven't had it in one since. <laughs> And they also had a huge ice luge that you could do shots down, and I did that a couple times, too. This is when Kate was wild and had some tolerance. I was 21. (laughs) (laughs) You don't remember the ice luge? I do. I never did a shot off of it because it kind of grosses me out. Yeah. So Comedy Warehouse. Some of these 21-year-old kids' mouths have been, and I don't want to be putting my mouth on something that their mouth has done. Yeah, I can see that nowadays. (laughs) Can we move on from the ice luge? (laughs) <laughs> He's getting grossed out. <laughs> Next up was Comedy Warehouse, which is a nightclub which featured an improv comedy troupe. It originally featured a parody show called Forbidden Disney. The club attracted a large return audience. And... No. I never went there. 
this place was either hit or miss. It was really, really funny, or it just didn't hit the mark. Yeah, we never went there. Because they, yeah, they I'm would not ask. Go to Disney and go to a comedy. They would ask different questions, and people from the audience would yell things out, and kind of like whose line is it anyway? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just like that. Now everyone's favorite place, Mannequin's Dance Palace. Oops. And everybody who knows Mannequin's Dance Palace knows about its most famous feature. What was it, Kate? The rotating dance floor. No, it wasn't. It was the wall of mirrors i don't remember that i remember the rotating dance no i the people mirror the people all the mirror people and it was a wall of strobe lights Mm -hmm. yeah i love this place they should have just kept this closed everything else well i would i would no they had to keep adventurous club open too well yeah keep adventurous club actually they should turn atlantic dance hall into this you know how expensive it would be to recreate that dance floor so Take all the money they earned from Avengers and put it into that. (laughs) (laughs) We had a lot of fun there. I can't lie. We got a lot of drinks there. The only thing that freaked me out was the giant, like, I guess they were snowblow, like the fog machines. They were like fog cannons and they were aimed directly at the dance floor. And they would make this horrendous loud noise. When so much of it would would build up in the dance floor you couldn't see where the edge was for the rotating dance floor i mean it yeah moved slowly. and it would make you trip and fall yeah right <laughs> never, never fell. Fell. but i would catch myself on the floor moving all of a sudden like oh try I'm wearing high heels and then trying to jump off well why would you jump off yeah. like jump why? why why would you wear high heels to dance? because i was 21 and cute <laughs> no i get the high heel thing because I, I saw a lot of girls even in new york still wear high heels and dance but why would you jump off the dance floor? Like jumping to make it? I don't know. You could have just walked. It really wasn't moving all that fast. When you're drunk, it's a little bit different. <laughs> Especially when you're 21 and like a buck 20 and you have one drink and you're wasted. <laughs> well, you were doing loose shots and test and... Um, Jello shots, yeah. Jello shots all night. That wasn't just one drink. Oh, Kate. Yeah. And we already talked about Wild Horse. Yes. Ugh. I, my roommates would go there a lot. And no, I, I don't even think I ever went there because I was like, nope, not going to a country music bar. Nope. I mean, I, I would have liked to see Pleasure Island Jazz Company. Yes. And this was also part of the Raglan Road refurb. But I don't, I don't think I did that either. No. My, fav- uh, the- my favorite place was the Rock and Roll Beach Club. Never been. But oh my god, it was so fun. When it was the XZFR rock and roller drone where you could roller skate. Yeah, that I would have more love. Oh my god, I would have loved that. Me too. Kate, you couldn't get off a moving dance floor. How are you going to roller skate with music <laughs> She going was wearing on? heels. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not that yep. different from roller skates. Oh I'm a roller I skate extraordinaire. I was wearing my platform roller skates and I tried to jump <laughs> and I fell. <laughs> but... They didn't always play songs that you wanted. Like my friend who came down from Virginia, we went to the beach club and remember the Bloodhound Gang song, uh, The Bad Touch? Yeah, they're not that. Was play so, that, that was Disney. really popular when I lived down there. They wouldn't play it. None in Disney. Because it was too inappropriate. Yeah. Well, it but, has curses in it. Yeah, but it's still a club. 
Yeah, yeah but it, it's under eight. It's oh, eighteen. God. It's it's not like it's youngins. It's well, eighteen and over. I want to say some of them were open during the day too. It wasn't just open at night. Like some of them were restaurants that were actually open during the day. One of my roommates worked. I know they had a cart that they sold like merch at, and one of my roommates worked at it. And she had the crazy hours. She would go to bed or she would go to work at like nine, ten o'clock at night. So that would be fun. That's when you see all the drunk people. That would be fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, I think I'm getting the West End stage confused with everything else, though. With that other thing. What other thing? The West End stage where I thought this is where that other, that block, that party oh, was. Party thing? Yeah. Because I don't remember the block party thing. No, I don't either. I don't remember a lot of it, though. I, I drank a little bit. <laughs> well, no, the West End stage was before Celebration Plaza. Oh, okay. It was the same spot, but it was before. So we don't remember Celebration Plaza because we weren't there in 2009 or 2010. But we yes. do remember West End stage. Yes. Okay. And everybody knows, obviously, the movie theater. It's been there since 1990. But it became AMC owned in 1998. And a lot of famous people uh, performed. I think Kate should take this part and maybe yes. hum a few bars of the songs that they, yes. they're famous for. Because a couple of those bands are right up her alley. Okay, so in 1989, <laughs> New Kids on the Block performed in Pleasure Island. In 1992, Wait, Mark... slow down, slow down, slow down. When what what song are they? Fam- new Kids on the Block, famous New Kids on oh, the Block. Oh oh oh! <laughs> she perked up when, when, when yeah, when she we, sure did. So she could read. My the friend part. was trying to convince me to go to the New Kids concert here because so, the only I didn't want to see New Kids. I wanted to see Salt and Peppa, who is also going to be there, but I don't think we're going. I would have went to go see Salt and Peppers here and weren't in enough facts. Won't you Spin push it, bet? <laughs> Spin there while I cut it up one time. <laughs> yeah, I like Salt and Pepper way more than New Kids. But... And then in 92, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch performed. What did they sing? Uh, Good Vibrations. Yeah, that one and the one other one, the slow one. About the girl who was pregnant and died or something. I don't know. I only know it's such a good Yeah, vibration. I only know good vibrations. Oh, there's another one, too. <laughs> and then he okay. became an actor. Yes. And R.I.P. in 93, Blind Melon played. And what song was theirs? The Girl with the Honeybee. I listen to it all the time at work. With the oh. video. How does the song go? <laughs> no rain. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I just know the girls in the Bumblebee costume. His name was Shannon. Um, I don't remember his last name. No clue. But R.I.P. And in 95, Johnny Cash played here. Everybody knows Johnny Cash. Yeah, that's an easy one. R.I.P. In 95, Boy George of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fame performed (laughs) there. (laughs) He's BFFs with Dorit. That's not why he's famous. (laughs) I know, I'm joking. (laughs) Well, that's why he's famous now, because he's in the total toilet. Well, he's known as a DJ now. Yeah. Which wasn't, we just read an article, he's spinning somewhere that we wanted to go, but it was like almost impossible for us yeah, to Yeah, Dorit's husband is his manager. But anyways. In 1995, NSYNC performed at Rock and Roll Beach Club. And what are they saying? Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh... I actually have been to an in-sync concert. I dragged my best friend from high school. Something about that does not surprise me. Not surprised. Not even a little bit. Really? I was totally, I'm totally in-sync over Backstreet. Totally. 
And in 1997, oh. Savage Garden played. What do they sing? Uh, that one song. Um, it's a ballad. I forget how it goes. It was popular when I was in high school. I, I, I honestly, I you could tell me anything, and I wouldn't know because I don't remember what they sing. Honestly. In... Were they madly, truly? Deep? Yeah, truly madly. Yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. I wasn't sure if that was them or that was that other melodramatic band from the nineties. I'm not a fan of this person, but in 1999, Christina Aguilera performed on the West End stage. What did she think? I don't want to give her any credit. She's a bitch. She sang tuna. Is that like the chicken of the sea? No, that wasn't her. Lady Marmalade. This, Chris, you're thinking. Um, oh yeah, um, yeah. Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson. Jessica Christina Simpson's Aguilera was genie in a bottle. Yes. Boo. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> you want to get dirty? <laughs> well, here's it's going to get interesting. <laughs> and then Hootie and the Blowfish performed there. Oh, my God, with the B-52s. I freaking love the B-52s. Sing a song by them. B-52s? Yeah. Love Shack. Sing it. Rome. Sing it. Johnny Happy People. Rock, rock. Rock, what is Rock it? Lobster. Yes, that's my favorite. Rock Lobster. Funplex. But what did Hootie and the Blowfish sing? What were they uh, famous for? They played a lot at my prom. Um, I really want to be with you. Yeah, that one. <laughs> now he sings Wagon Wheel. Oh, I wish I could have saw B-52s. <gasps> Duran Duran? How did I miss out in 2000? Missed one. You missed one. Oh, sticks. Yeah. What do they sing? I don't. I know. I know them, but I forget what songs they sing. Mr. Roboto. They're most famous for Mr. Roboto. Yes. And it's funny because the lead singer of Sticks was at Flower Garden while we were there. Oh, really? And we were literally walking past the American Theater, and they were playing, and, and we were just like, "Oh, I didn't know they sung this." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were just Mr. Roboto. <laughs> And then the last in 2000, Duran Duran performed. I would have loved to see that. I would have loved to see Duran Duran in their heyday. Yeah. What's the song by them, Kate? Is it Suicide Blonde? Suicide Blonde. Yeah. That's what I said. Well, that's how the song goes. Suicide Blonde. (laughs) That's in excess. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Duran Duran. I know, I know. You like the wolf. The Reflex. Ordinary World. Well, Ordinary World was later. Mm, yeah, I probably... They prayer for me now. Girls on Film? Come on, Keith. Rio. Her name is Rio, and she <laughs> dances on the sand. By the way, I have a whole bloopers reel of you and Tim before we were recording. You were singing all the songs for the Flower and Garden girls. I'm sure. Great. I'm sure. <laughs> Blue, Blue Moon on Monday. Please let us know on our Facebook page what are your some of your favorite memories or some stuff that you have on Pleasure Island back in its heyday. And Kate has the recipe from the week. From what I understand, it's a drink recipe from one of these Pleasure Island clubs. So take it away, Kate. Um, Sunny, my roommate, listens to this, and I used to go to Pleasure Island with her all the time, so she should share one of her stories. <laughs> Okay, so I have the recipe to the old Kungaloosh from 1997, and apparently they updated it in 2000, and it's a completely different recipe, so I thought I would give both of them. So the old recipe, Adam can't have. Nope. 
because it's one and one fourth ounce of vodka, one and one fourth ounce of Malibu rum, three fourths ounce of Midori, two tablespoons of pineapple juice, and a splash of cranberry juice. And you're just gonna mix that. And for the new recipe, which they, since like 2000, it's one cup of Daly's strawberry daiquiri mix, a fourth a cup of orange juice, a fourth a cup of Captain Morgan spiced rum, a fourth a cup of blackberry brandy, and toss in a blender with enough ice to make it slushy. And that's it. Of course there had to be a slushy drink. It is a slushy drink. That I'm doesn't sound like daiquiri with orange juice, like strawberry and orange. I don't know about that. Strawberry and orange is good together. It is, but orange juice and a daiquiri, I don't know. Yeah. I'd try it. But I, can't I mean, I would try it because it's frozen. But... And I, I don't like Midori, but I would try it. Is that the new one or the old one? The one without Midori is the, the new, new one. one. Yeah, I'm not, I can't drink Midori, so I can try the one without the Midori. I think we should get Scott on it. Or Shan. Trader Shan. Yes, Trader Shan should make a um, version of it that's not frozen. An updated, it's not frozen. Yes. He misses calling. He should never went into IT. He should have been a bartender. <laughs> well, he should have been a mixologist. It's not yeah. even a bartender. There's like a yeah. pretty big demand for them to well, create we, drinks. Well, we like drink open drink. up our cigar bourbon bar, he can be a mixologist for us. There you go. And on that note, I think it's time to wrap it up before they kill each other. So, yes. guys, <laughs> we will look forward to speaking to you all and chatting with you all next week. Uh, but for now, y'all have a good night. Have a great week. Talk to y'all later. Everybody had matching towels. Somebody went.